0: Welcome back everyone. This is episode 23 of the Marcus Talks What's The Point podcast. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Sorry it's been so long since I uh, last did one of these. Um, I mean basically I think it was June the last time I did one and basically um, life got in the way um, and you know, I, I did have some time to, to do one of these and, um, you know, to kind of fill out the content. But, you know what, I, I really didn't want to um, just force something. Um, and today's the only, like, real day that I've, I've felt like I can actually put something out there that's going to be uh, useful. Um, you know, and one of the, one of the reasons why I, I just couldn't, I couldn't actually force, uh, an episode out was just because I didn't, I've not been feeling great. I've, I've, you know, I've had some, some ups and downs in life and some challenges here and there, um, mostly mental, mostly, uh, you know, things that I can control, um, some things that I can't control but mostly things that I can control um, and I thought it might be a good idea just to to share that with you guys today and um, you know just to kind of let you know the struggles that I go through that you probably can align with um, and some of the things that I'm trying to do to uh, be a little bit more consistent with with myself and you know um, the way I want to kind of put myself out there in the world. So you guys probably suffer with the same type of thing as me. Um, you might feel like you're just coasting along in life. Um, you know, nothing too exciting is happening or you might feel like you've got no purpose in life or, you know, you're in a dead-end job that you don't like and you've got a dream, but you've not done anything about it yet. Um, I think, firstly, for me, I, I, I always need to try and get some more perspective when I'm in this type of mind um, mindset because, generally, when I do look back at the last few years or last five years, um, I've done a lot of stuff. And, you know, when you're, in, when you're in this kind of downward spiral mindset where you just feel a little bit glum and just, you know, you can't really um, get your head out of the sand, the perspective is key, really, because you, you've got to look back on, on what you've done in your life and, you know, you've got to pat yourself on the back and give yourself credit where it's due because... I most certainly don't do that all the time and I know for a fact that I've done some really good incredible things in the last three to five years that don't necessarily come up in the moment when I'm feeling like I'm coasting or you know so I think the first thing is is getting that perspective giving you and I'm not talking about like Go, you know, you're going through some successful things in the last five years and, you know, you've done some incredible stuff like that. I'm not talking about stuff like that. I'm just talking about little day-to-day wins where, you know, you're actually, Um you've tried meditation for the first time or um you've made some changes to your diet that you've wanted to do. And, you know, these are all just small incremental things in our lives that actually help us Get to a better place. So you know, don't don't think that you've got to have like made a multi-million pound business to to give yourself a pat on the back. Um, you know, just just the fact that you're getting through and you're dealing with your stuff, and you might not be dealing with it, but being here and listening to this podcast is. Uh, in a, you, you know, you're going in, a, in the right direction you want to be uh, a better person you want to be a better version of yourself um, you know, and this might be day one on your journey it might be year five, year ten um, but at least you're still showing up and you're still committed for yourself so, um, you know, that's something that when I'm down and when I'm having low times and you know, I really do forget how, uh, good I can be with myself and how, how I can put myself first, um, you know, so yeah, getting that perspective is probably the first thing, just getting it, getting perspective, even if you haven't done anything successful, even if you haven't done anything that society would say, oh, that's, that's an achievement, you know, it's just your small wins day to day, and like I say, showing up here is getting you some perspective on the first stage of getting yourself out of the, the rabbit hole that you've got yourself into, um, and some other things that have kind of recently come up, so I... When I was going through my uh separation with my ex-wife, I decided that um, I didn't want to drink um, I didn't want to drink alcohol because you know a lot of there was a, a lot of time was spent drinking and wishing things were better and that time spent drinking when i was whether i was sitting in a bar or a pub usually on my own um i'd be drinking at home and i wouldn't be i'd still be dreaming i'd still be hoping that things would be better and things would be getting better but you know it it was holding me back it really was and so when, when I separated with my ex-wife, I stopped drinking and it wasn't easy. I had to put some things in place to, to help me, um, to make sure that I didn't go back to, you know, the casual kind of drinking. Now, I wasn't an alcoholic per se, like, you know, from a diagnostic, a, a diagnostic point of view, I wasn't an alcoholic, but I was kind of a medium like a moderate drinker really, which you know that means you can drink some uh, a little amount and that means you can get absolutely um, off your face drunk you know and I think that kind of aligns with a lot of people that just kind of drink casually um, in the Western world you know we it's it's just part of everything is it you know you you're almost looked down upon if you don't drink. You're seen as uh, a little bit stupid or pretentious or, you know, there's there's so much loaded with not wanting a drink, you know, in society's eyes. Um, but the things that I did to help me, because it wasn't easy, was... Um, First and foremost, I I said to myself, and I said to the people around me, um, and this kind of made it black and white, I said, I don't drink. So just having that, like, it was almost like an affirmation. I don't drink. You know, it's it's a solid, firm boundary. I do not drink. I don't drink alcohol. You know, and then you might get asked, "Oh, why don't you drink?" Or, you know, some people might take the piss out of you and say, "Ah, oh, fuck's wrong with you?" You know, they might think there's like some hidden agenda there. But literally, it is I want to improve my fucking life. I want to get better. I, I, I want to stop being held back by um, these vices that I've used to cover up the pain that's going on inside. You know. Um, and drink is kind of like the most accepted um, form of, um, you know, dousing your inner pain. It's 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 everywhere. You know, you go to a supermarket and there's crates of it, and you know, you go out socially and everyone's drinking and everyone's getting pissed, and it's just the normal thing. But it's one of the most detrimental things that we can actually do to ourselves especially when we're not even when we're going through something substantial but just generally in our day-to-day life if you have a drink midweek you're going to sleep like shit and then you're going to wake up feeling shit and then you're going to have a drink and then you're going to wake up feeling shit you know it's a, it's an, it's a vicious cycle that even if you're drinking moderately you can't actually get out of, um, you know, and you're not feeling like you're at 100% peak performance, you know. I'm 36 years old, I'm I'm fully aware that I'm not a spring chicken, but I'm also not an old man. But, you know, things like alcohol, if I kept drinking alcohol every day... Um, it's not going to make me feel great. It's not going to make me feel like I'm at peak performance. It's going to actually have the reverse effect of what I'm trying to do when I'm drinking. And what I'm trying to do when I'm drinking is is just kind of be sociable or have fun or, you know, take the edge off the the stress um, from work or a relationship or whatever it is. But really what you're doing is you're causing more of it by continuing the cycle. So... Back to me splitting up with my ex-wife. Um, I decided to stop drinking. Um, and, you know, me saying that I did not drink really solidified that in my mind and to the people around me. Um, you know, I and I started actually challenging myself. I'd go out to places where I'd normally drink um, and I'd have, you know, a soft drink, my my go to soft drink was sparkling water i know a lot of people don't like it there's a lot of people that do like it but i'm just i don't know i like <laughs> i like fizzy water i don't know why um and that was another reason that was another thing that really helped me stop drinking was sparkling water so when you get home from work and you know if you're a bit of a beer head like 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 me um You know, opening that can of beer and having that kind of first few gulps, normally if you're, like, parched, you'll just knock it back and, you know, it'll feel great and whatever. Um, Sparkling water, for me, had that same feeling. So if I kept it in the fridge, I'd get it out, I'd pour it into a glass. It was was fizzy, just like a beer uh, or a lager. Um, and I'd neck it back and I'd have that same kind of feeling and it really it it almost kind of helped me just transition um and the fact that I felt good because I knew that I wasn't drinking something that was going to make me feel like shit you know so um so I did that and I I I stopped drinking for about 12 months um I felt really good, as as good as I could be with, the, with the you know, the situation that, that was going on with, um, you know, splitting up with someone and finding my own place and uh, running a stressful business and, you know, but knocking alcohol out of the mix, it just meant that that was one less thing that my body had to deal with to get on and to create opportunities and to, you know, feel better it was just one of those things that you know if you're constantly putting this frankly quite toxic substance in your body on a daily basis um you know your body's it's not going to have chance to to make you feel better because it's dealing with alcohol it's dealing with processing that and then you're all dealing with um you know lack of sleep um low mood, low libido, all of the things that come with it. So I quit for about 12 months, did really well. Um, Like I didn't touch a drop, you know, I'm really proud of myself that I did. And it was, it was 12 months. And then after 12 months, me and my friend, we went on a bit of a boy's holiday to Prague. Uh, I've never been before. I'd never been on a lads holiday, you know, it's not something that I usually do, but we went and it was kind of like, you know, it was a bit of a a liberation holiday, a bit of a free-for-all for for me because, you know, I'd been married for so long and, you know, I was just kind of finding myself again. So um, going to like a a party place was, was, you know, it felt good. It felt freeing. Um, And obviously in Prague... Prague's known for beer, really. Um, so the first night I was there, I thought, I don't know why I had this mentality, but obviously you're on holiday, and I thought, oh, I'm on holiday, well, you know, I'm not going to spoil the fun kind of thing. Um, so I think I drank eight pints of lager on, on the first night that I was there. Um, and, you know, I was drunk, And I had a a lot of fun, me and my friend had a lot of fun, Um, you know, it was really really cool to connect with him and just to be sociable in that way and it was good, it felt great. obviously woke up the next day not feeling so great because I drank eight pints the night before so you know and we were we were there for kind of like a long weekend so it already kind of taken half of the day out of the mix by the time you've woken up and you've tried to freshen up again and stuff um so fast forward after that holiday that's like the first time I started drinking again um because I had this kind of mentality that I'd already stopped for 12 months and I knew I could do it, that's where I started slipping back into kind of casual drinking. You know, I I, I was apprehensive at first. I remember I invited some friends over to my house to, to have a meal. um, And it was this friend that I went to Prague with as well. So... I was I was really apprehensive to have another drink, but I almost felt, you know, it's it's definitely my choice. I don't I'm not going to get forced, but I almost felt like some underlying social pressure to have a drink. Like you know, again, a couple of the comments came out, like you know, oh go on, it's it's not going to hurt you, you know, it's only one beer and blah blah blah. Anyway. That kind of opened the gateway then, because I still thought, right, I've taken 12 months off, just had a fantastic holiday. I'm going to have one beer. It's not going to hurt me. And then slowly but surely months go by and I've started drinking again. I've started going out. I've started, you know, socialising in those environments that enabled me to have a drink. Um, And yeah, some of it was fun. But some of it wasn't, you know, kind of guy in his mid thirties, stumbling out of a bar or a nightclub, um, not being able to see, throwing up on the floor in the street, um, waking up on your bathroom floor, not knowing how you've got home, um, you know, fully closed and wondering if you've done anything stupid the night before that you know so all of that kind of anxiety what you get like that that day after so yeah I've kind of one of the reasons why I haven't made a podcast for a while is you know I've still been I've been coasting and I've still been trying to figure things out um I make sure that I show up show up for work with, with my clients who, um, I'm really grateful f- to them for, you know, having me as a coach. Um, but I've just felt like I'm coasting, like, you know, I've had a few kind of, um, failed relationships around, um, the last year or so. Um, and you know, just life's definitely got in the way again. And trying to find that clarity has been really difficult with alcohol involved, with lack of exercise involved, with, um, not excessive food, but the wrong type of food, food involved. Um, so it's up to me to make these changes and to make sure that I can show up for myself again, um, and that's what I'm planning on doing. That's what I'm, you know, it was only a few days ago that I tipped all of my um, whiskey, my rum, all my spirits, you know, I tipped them all down the toilet. Any any alcohol that I had, um, I've tipped away because it doesn't serve me anymore. It makes me feel like shit. You know, it's really, it's not a great thing for me to have in my life when I'm trying to be a better person you know not only am I trying to be a better person for myself I'm trying to be a better person for my son I'm trying to be a better person for any romantic relationships or any friendships you know I've got to be better because me coasting drinking alcohol Living quote unquote the good life, as society would see it, is me not living a life that I want to live so this is this is kind of my rebirth almost from my relapse you know i I spent twelve months off it, and i 'm incredibly proud of myself for, for not drinking for that length of time, but this slow sluggish you know mood swingy kind of oh just it's almost like I'm dragging myself through sludge sometimes trying to just get on with life I think I can eradicate most of it if I stop using alcohol and if I stop using social media so much you know all of these things that we do to kind of numb what's actually going on um, you know so that's some of some of the things that I've actually experienced recently and I wanted to talk to you guys about it because you know I want to show up for you guys as well I want to make these podcasts I want to help people that are in the same ballpark as me you know And for people that actually want to get better and want to better themselves. So I need to be a better model for myself and for you guys to show you that it actually can happen. You know, I'm fully aware that there are opportunities everywhere. But if I'm sitting in a pub drinking a beer, I might be socialising. I might be hanging out with my friends. But I'd rather be hanging out socialising without alcohol. You know, alcohol's not my friend. It feels like it in the moment. It feels great in the moment. But a couple of hours in and unless you've had more than that one or two pints, it starts to feel like shit. You start feeling really lethargic and like, you know, if you have a drink too early in the day, that means your day's gone, you know. And if you've had too many drinks on the weekend, that means your week's gone. Your sleep's gone. Your mental clarity's gone. Your performance at work's gone. Your performance in a relationship's gone. You know, it, it has such a knock-on effect. And I'm not saying everyone that drinks is a bad person. I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world for you. But I'm also, I'm also saying, on the other hand, like, try not drinking. Because I remember when I did, it felt incredible and i know recently i've i've had struggles in uh dating situations where i've drank too much or they drank too much and you know we've misaligned on uh, we've had some miscommunication about things and it's caused um you know it's caused some tension or it's caused an argument or whatever that's due to drink it's it's all down to alcohol now, again, I haven't got an alcohol problem, but I know for a fact that if I cut it out, I'm going to be optimal. I'm going to be on peak performance for my age, for my health. You know, I can go. I can start going to the gym a lot more because I'm not going to go to the pub. And I can start showing up for my son a lot more in a much more healthy way rather than, you know... You've got, but basically, when you've when you've had a drink the night before, your tolerance for you know children playing up or you know children misbehaving, your tolerance for them is going to be so much shorter because you've had a shit sleep. Um, so I owe it to myself and everyone around me to make this change and to keep showing up. And you know, I'm I'm good at what I do. I'm good at um, coaching people, I'm good at giving um, advice, offering suggestions, I'm good in my business work, I'm good, but I could be better. And I think that's the key, is that I could be better, I know I could be better, and I want to be better. So this is my pledge to myself, I'm putting it out there, that I'm going to make this change. And I think you know, if you're in a similar boat, which I guess most of you are because, you know, if you're listening to this in the Western world, there's going to be alcohol all around you. Everyone's celebrating. Oh, have a drink, have a glass of wine, have a glass of champagne, have a, a beer. You know, it's just a normal thing. Someone's birthday party, you're having a beer. Someone's wedding, you're having a beer. And everyone laughs at you because you're drunk. You know, the, the social implications of not drinking are quite daunting because you might feel like... You, you're actually going to feel a little bit less in the crowd because you're actually sober. <laughs> you know, everyone else, if everyone else is pissed, you're going to see them for what it is. Obviously, you know, alcohol can make really good people turn into absolute idiots really um, but being sober watching that you're gonna you're gonna be be able to have that kind of ringside seat on the effects of it and what it actually does to people um, you know it doesn't mean that they're bad people it just means that this substance alcohol which is just widely available everywhere which for some reason is just okay you can buy it from a supermarket and um, you know for some reason it's it's just okay to to have it and anyway i've i've kind of put the put put my finger on that as the reason i'm coasting and i want to get better i want to make sure that i'm delivering these podcasts to you in a much more productive way you know um, I've been playing guitar lately, I've been drawing lately, and all of these things I want to help me, to help make me better, to help me make, make me a better person, you know, who I truly want to be, so I'm going to leave this one there, and again, I'm going to try and do these every week, if you don't hear from me for a while, it's because I'm not feeling it, or, you know, I just don't want to push content out that I don't actually feel almost like I feel like might be a bit of a lie you know life hacks and um, do this to make yourself feel better you know that's not my vibe and I think you guys might appreciate that as not being my vibe as well because there's enough of that stuff out there you know if you want to jump on that bandwagon you you can just jump on Facebook, Instagram, there's plenty of those people out there that are motivational and get you out of bed in the morning, all that kind of stuff. But I am just a down-to-earth guy that um, has managed to change his life significantly and still fucks up every now and again. So, uh, yeah, I hope this one's aligned with you guys. Um, I hope that, you know, if you are coasting, this might be your reason. Your reason might not be alcohol, it might be other things. It might be, um, you know, cannabis or drugs or um, other things that might be getting in the way. You know, cannabis, for me, definitely has um, uh, therapeutic qualities to it, but maybe just the CBD side, not the uh, absolutely crazy um, super skunk that we get these days because that just sends you insane. So, uh, yeah, everything in moderation, I guess, apart from alcohol, that's (laughs) that's gone. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys are good. I hope that this has aligned with you. I hope it, it, you know, helps you in some way. And hopefully, I'll speak to you all next week. Okay, cheers, guys. Bye-bye.